Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. Live, coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. We've got an action-packed hour for you on Friday. Biggest game, maybe, of the college basketball season goes tomorrow. Vegas preview there. Also, Lakers, a lot of debate. Probably going to have Fezzik going against another pro, Brad. It looks like here in a few minutes. Also, we've got something about Golden State that everyone is wrong about. And I weigh in on the Tom Brady versus Michael Jordan debate. We talked about the pros who know. Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have pros without Joe's. He is Joe Nisnox. Always good to be here on a Friday. RJ here on Fox Sports Radio and on Straight Out of Vegas. Today we start in the NBA where the Lakers beat the Celtics 129-128 on Thursday night in Boston on the buzzer beater by former Celtic Rajon Rondo. So RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on what we saw last night in Beantown? 
I'm going to let Fezzik take the lead here. He had a strong opinion, fist pounding. Give us uh, a 20-second recap. What did you feel like the Lakers' mindset would be entering the game last night, Fez? I thought they were a likely dead team, RJ. And the rationale being? Rationale being the trade didn't get done. All the players, the youth, felt they were expendable, not valued by the organization. Okay, now we've got your theme music when you try to explain away a bad take. Or you could just say, man, I was wrong. Go. I was not wrong. (laughs) The Lakers were beyond fortunate last night. They are a poor three-point shooting team. They're 27th in the league. RJ, they shot 54% from three-point land last night. The very best team in the NBA only shoots 40%. They were a luck box. They just kept throwing in threes, and that's why they won this game. Now, what was the line? Line was nine. Okay. Now, I'm going to agree with you specifically, but disagree with you generally. So let's agree specifically. If you have the 27th best three-point shooting team, the Lakers, and they shoot better than the best team typically does. Eh, They don't usually do that. That's an exception. And that's something about basketball that's different than football. In football, fluky games tend to happen because of fumbles, turnovers, in-game injuries. But in basketball, teams are just hot or not from three, from anywhere. And if you look at what a season average is for the team shooting, compared to how they shoot in a given game, if that difference is drastic, it's usually a sign, hey, they got hot or they weren't, and it doesn't tell you as much. I agree with you that making all those threes didn't tell us a ton about the Lakers, but here's what I think did. How would you consider the effort level in the game? But maybe even more importantly, after that game-winning shot, did it seem like a team that was – apathetic, indifferent. Oh, we don't care. We were treated like a commodity and, you know, like the snowflake millennials and they got melted and now there's no way for it to be put back together again. You know, kind of like on Frosty. Remember Frosty got melted, but then Santa came in and Frosty came back. Spoiler alert. Well, to me, I think you thought, you know, being moving towards 60 quickly as you are, I feel like you felt like all oh, those millennials could never get put. There is no, you know, there, there's no way for the millennials to get put back together again. Boy, at the end of that game, they seem like a team. The Lakers seem like a team. There's no question that Frosty got fully put back together. All hugs and smiles, a celebratory mood until the next time the Lakers get down, in my opinion, and then they go back into a greenhouse. So what you're, huh? so what you're saying is. That all that team, all that celebration was, hey, everything looks good now, so we're fine. But when the trouble starts for the Lakers, they're going to be thinking of resentment and, oh, yeah, we just lost three in a row. And I forgot for a while, but did they try to trade me? I'm mad at Magic. That's what you're saying? I am. All right, Brad, you disagree. And this is our crossfire theme music. You guys are going to go at it, I think. Yeah, and here's the I do disagree with you, Fess. I agreed with you just 24 hours ago. I was willing to fade the Lakers for the rest of the season. I won the, I thought there was more value playing against the Lakers the next And let's be clear, games. you were pretty, Brad Powers, you were pretty bold. Yeah. You said, if I could bet at no VIG the rest of the season against the Lakers, I would. I would. That's what I said. 
but no longer am I saying that. I'm not saying that I'm automatically going to be on the Lakers now. I'm just saying I'm neutral. Not only the way that game played last night, the, the fact that it went down to a final second shot, they're celebrating like they won the national championship. But today, reports are Magic Johnson flying across the country, going to meet with the team in Philadelphia. That's the next place of their next game. And it's going to be an open forum between him, Magic Johnson, and the players specifically about the Anthony Davis saga so the players can speak their minds, their concerns. Team bonding building uh, possibly for the Lakers. Yeah, I'm I'm coming off that strong stance I had yesterday. All this is going to do is try to minimize the damage that's been done. These players feel they're expendable. Let's face it, freeze it. 2.7 seconds last night. Loose ball. It gets bounced around. The Lakers are going to lose the game. The season's going to be lost. And just because it happens to go to Rondo and he puts it in, all of a sudden, this is going to be a completely different team. What happens when they go to Philly on Sunday and they get whacked? I think they go right back to feeling expendable. See, I think that's where you're wrong. I have seen... Individual games in college football change entire programs. Penn State, Ohio State a few years ago. Penn State loses that game. Their coach is fired. Everything. Next thing you know, Penn State's in the Rose Bowl. You're underestimating what one game can do, specifically the way that one went down. This is not an 11-game season. This is an 82-game season. We are going to see the long well, run Well, that seems in. like in an 82-game season that there's going to be more ebbs and flows, and you've got to kind of deal with the ebbs and the flows. Here's what I would say. I agree with Brad in the following way. Imagine if the Lakers had, and I think the Lakers benefited greatly from Rondo going back to Boston. Agree. Because the sense was they had just been historically beat by 40-plus. So you even said you didn't like enough the Celtics to bet them. You leaned. You felt like Lakers might have a little fight in them because they were just so embarrassed. Yes. All right. So let's give you credit there. And then you add in the whole Rondo factor, wanting to win one for Rondo, I think they did play hard. Maybe at the beginning if they of the game, if they had been in Denver, the Lakers, and the game was on local TV only, and somehow if they got ran out of the gym again and, and lost by 40, the season could have been over. I think this gives the team a chance to stay together, and I agree with Brad. I'm not sure that they're going to play super hard the rest of the year, but I think this idea that, oh, it was such a disaster what happened with this failed trade, the season was dead – I don't agree with that anymore. So I think it's gone from really negative for the Lakers to maybe neutral wait and see. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. Great debate between the boys about the Lakers. And now let's talk a little more NBA. And we go to the Eastern Conference. There were moves made to strengthen rosters around the Eastern Conference. We saw Marcus All head to the Toronto Raptors. We saw Miritich to the Bucks. We saw Tobias Harris to the 76ers. RJ, what do we now make, though, moving forward of the Eastern Conference down the stretch in the NBA season? Competitive. Competitive. There's a sports book in Las Vegas, the Westgate. These are the odds to win the East. To win the East. Raptors plus 225. Now, what does that mean? That means 100 wins you 225 if they win the East. Celtics, plus 225. Bucks, plus 225. Sixers, plus 225. Four-way tie. Four-way tie to win the East right now. Toronto, Boston, Milwaukee, 76ers. Wowza. That's interesting. Fez? If you got, if we were doing a draft and you got first pick, who are you taking? I'm taking Boston because of Brad Stevens and the coaching advantage. 
Brad. I'm taking Boston. I, I think they have the, the most depth out of any of the four contenders, the most experience, and Brad Stevens. I kind of think I'm taking the Sixers. Ooh. Here's why. I feel like that in the NBA, you always wonder about what the stakes are. And to me, if you ask the Celtics, do you have a better chance to win this year or next year win the title? What do you think they would say? Next year. I agree. If you ask the Sixers, what do you think they would say? This year. This year. Yeah. I think the stakes are really high for Philly. They've they've made a lot of all-in type trades, and, and I think that's a sign. They internally believe they can make the finals. Speaking of the finals, when we come back, I'm going to tell you something that most of you believe about Golden State. That's just plain wrong. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash crshow. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. 
and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, the truth, according to Vegas, on the Golden State Warriors this season. No, no, no. No, no, John. Not according to Vegas. According to R.J. Bell. Well, I mean, since you're the voice of Vegas, I just figured we'll just I'll call accept, you Vegas. I, I, I'll accept right. that it's, it's a strong voice. <laughs> We have fun bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you each weekday. Right now on the Las Vegas Strip, it is 51 degrees and the neon is flowing. So, RJ, there is a narrative surrounding the Golden State Warriors and this season in the NBA by many in sports media that it's a foregone conclusion. Golden State is going to hoist another banner at the start of next year. They're going to take home the Larry O'Brien Trophy in June. It is a wrap. The Golden State Warriors are your NBA champions yet again. But you disagree. I do. And I think this is what Vegas does better than anybody. And a couple years ago, I had the honor of speaking at South by Southwest. And my topic of my solo presentation was how sports betting odds are the context in which all of sports is discussed. You know, my grandfather just passed away few months ago was uh, 95. He grew up during, uh, you know, was in World War II, grew up at a time when there was uh, a lot Italian immigrant, a lot of gambling, but he was never a gambler. He would say, oh, I'd go to the joints and watch everything, but I didn't gamble. Never bet sports. But when I was a kid in the 80s, we were watching TV. He'd walk in, look at the TV for a minute or two, turn back to us and say, who's favored? David and Goliath, think about it. It's all about who's supposed to win. And we don't have to debate the odds of Golden State winning projected right now, what the odds are. We got them. Now, you can go to one sports book. You can go to another sports book. You can look at future odds. You can look at yes, no props. We're going to simplify all that, right? We're going to keep it simple like we always do, which is, that at best, the most optimistic assessment about Golden State is they have a two and three chance to win the title. I think it's less. A lot of the markets think it's less, but two and three is at best. Now, I got to tell you something. If something happens one out of three times, I'm not necessarily thinking, <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be insane, right? So. It strikes me if I say, Brad, pick a number. Let, let, let's do this live, 200 stations, coast <laughs> to coast. Pick a number one through three. Two. No, no. I was going to say, you pick the number. <laughs> oh, okay. See, no, this yeah. is live, baby. <laughs> you pick a number silently, and I'm going to guess it. Okay. Okay, but I'm not going to guess it. But if I got it right, would everyone go, oh, my, OMG? <laughs> no, it'd be like, wow, one in three, 33%. So to me, it's just laziness. From the media, especially. There's a lot of lazy thinkers in the media. I'll be candid. And our job is to help you understand if you do bet and you're lazy, you lose. If you're lazy, you lose. And for the half of you that listen to Straight Out of Vegas that don't bet, then it's even better as a sports fan to know more than your buddies 
It's even better not to be lazy. We will not be lazy because it costs us money. So, Fez, do you feel like, first of all, do you agree with me that that the market at best says Golden State is uh, two out of three to win it? I agree. Now, what do you think Golden State's odds are? I actually think it's slightly higher than two out of three, RJ. Really? And it's all about the West being so down this year. You look at the five best teams. Wait a minute. I heard for so long how up the West was. It was. And now the four of the best five teams are in the East. So the path to the finals is so clear for Golden State right now. Okay. Denver plays later or Denver plays tonight in a big ESPN game. We'll be breaking that down. Second best record in the West. Going to be interesting to hear your take on that game. I, you know, to me, I think my last point would be this. In the NBA, seven-game series, the better team wins more often than any other sport. And I think Golden State should be a clear favorite. And let's not forget, even 66% is historically good. No team other than Golden State in the last couple years has ever been this big of a favorite at this point of the season. Michael Jordan and the Bulls in their heyday were not this big of a favorite at this point of the season. So it shows you, on one hand, everyone thinks it's 90-plus percent, but even at two out of three, it is historic how big of a favorite Golden State is, and only these Warriors in prior years have been in that range. One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine, but not this game. Not tonight. You know, RJ, you just mentioned a couple of moments ago the name Michael Jordan, and that name is being brought up again because everyone considers him possibly the greatest athlete of all time. But the debate is now Tom Brady versus Michael Jordan. Where does RJ Bell, the voice of Vegas, stand on the Brady versus Jordan comparisons? Well, Jonas, we I think you and I should do this Socratic dialogue style. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and as a fan – And I think your answers are going to lead the way with my take on this. So if we forget about titles, if we forget about wins and just looked at stats, right? Passing stats, because what is the complaint of the supposedly really intelligent uh, sports intelligentsia? It's like, uh, quarterbacks can't dictate if they win or lose. So, you know, the fact that Bradshaw has four titles uh, doesn't mean Bradshaw was a good quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's assume there's some truth to that. And we're just looking at the pass- ability to throw the ball, which is what a quarterback mostly does, right? Is Tom- How does Tom Brady rate against Peyton Manning? And let's accept the fact it's hard to compare ears I mean, just since 2011, 2018 to 2011, seven short years, the average passer rating has gone up 15 points. So let's agree that if you look at stats like Matthew Stafford, stats look so much better than, let's say, Archie Manning or Burt Jones or Terry Bradshaw. But I don't think many people think that Stafford's a better quarterback in fact, Stafford's stats make you want to give up stats, I think, entirely. <laughs> like, renounce them. You know, Charles Barkley style. But if we just look at the era that Brady and Manning played together, you know, at the same time, how would you compare those their stats or ability to pass? Uh, Peyton Manning had better stats. Okay. So you're saying Peyton Manning was 
better at what is 90% of what a quarterback does? You could make that case, yes. Well, how would you make a counter case? Well, are you saying just statistically right now, Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady, statistically Peyton Manning was better? Okay, and what else? So do you think stats lie? No. So that then why wouldn't Peyton Manning be better? And I think the only rationale would be, well, in the big games, Tom Brady stepped up, right? And I think that's true. And I'm actually not one of the hardest core math guys that say there is no clutch, there is no hot hand, you know, all this talk about, hey, it just averages out in the end. I don't believe that. I'm a, I've been in super high-pressure situations. I mean, not like a Super Bowl or something. And I know that, that performing or not performing, it was not the same thing. Right when I ten years ago, I went on Sports Center for the first time live at, with the Tim Donahue stuff, where I was breaking some news, and I had never been on television. Like the first time was on Sports Center. I can promise you, it wasn't like as comfortable as I'm talking now. Pressure matters, and if it all wants to come down to, hey, Brady handled the pressure better, then I think that's a reasonable conversation. But I think we've proven at this point that you could make the case that Brady isn't that much better than Peyton Manning. Even if we gave you all of the advantages of saying, yeah, there is pressure, yeah, playoffs are different, yeah, count the rings, Brady and Manning aren't that far apart. Does everyone agree with that? Yes. Fez, you're not on the radio. Yes, regular season. No, full all the time. Oh, I got to take a second look at Manning and his stats in the playoffs. Yeah, so you're going to say over a handful of games, not that many postseason games, you're going to say, well, Brady did better there, so give him the edge. Yes. I agree with that. Fine. Fine. Now, who's the second best coach of the last, an open open question Mm. of this century, of the Manning and Brady era? Uh, Is it Andy Reid? It has to be, right? If you take the Philadelphia successes sure. with Andy Reid. Okay, here we go. Let's do a mental exercise. Close your eyes unless you're driving and think, okay, so we got Brady and Manning. We got Belichick and Andy Reid. Imagine that it's Brady and Andy Reid since 2000 together on one team, and it's Peyton Manning and Bill Belichick Together on one team. Peyton Manning, greatest of all time. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Think about it. What would, I, I, to me, I think the distance from Brady to Manning is so much smaller than the distance between Belichick and Andy Reid or any coach number two. Does anyone disagree with that? How could you? So if. Tom Brady is almost the same as Peyton Manning. And I'm not saying even that Peyton Manning's better. I'm saying the distance is so small. And with Belichick, the distance is so big. And you got six titles for Brady and two titles for Manning. Boy, it seems like the real question should be, is is Belichick better than Jordan, which I guess doesn't really make the conversation. <laughs> but boy, oh boy. And, and listen, I hear you. Oh, wait a minute. Bill Belichick, when, when he was in Cleveland, look how bad he was when he had, you know, Bernie Kosar. And oh, by the way, when 
before Tom Brady, how good was Bell? I get it. Let's agree to the following. You can't win a bunch of titles in the NFL without an elite quarterback. And you can't win a bunch of titles in the NFL without an elite coach. Agreed. But there's five, four or five quarterbacks that I think could have won four of the six titles with Belichick. You know, like who, who else would be on that list? How many titles would Drew Brees have with Belichick? Would four seem crazy? Nope. No. No. Right? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers with Belichick, how many titles do you think? But now you imagine putting Brady with the fifth best coach. You know, maybe. Let's say Drew Brees is fifth in this era, fourth in this era. I tell you this, I would make a major bet if we had one of those simulations that would run 10,000 times. I would make a major bet that whoever, if Belichick has a top five quarterback with him and Brady has a top five coach with him, who out there would bet Brady's going to win more titles with that fifth coach? And if the distance between Brady, Manning, Breeze, Aaron Rodgers is, is so modest, then who, what can it be? Other than Belichick. What do you think, Jonas? I would think that you have to also factor in some other things as well, too. Manning playing in New England in that weather. Drew, Drew Brees not playing in a dome all those years. Uh, I, I don't know that it's just a simple apples-to-apples comparison. No, and, and I'm accepting the fact that Brady's the best. I'm just saying that distance from his competition looks like, oh my gosh, he's the GOAT, and it's not even a debate is about those six titles. Agreed. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a better debate to have than I think people are willing to have right now. They're just caught up in the moment. And to me when I look at Michael Jordan, if you think about Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan and now you give Jordan another good coach and give Phil Jackson, you know, let's just say Utah. If you take Jerry Sloan and put him over in Chicago and you bring Phil Jackson over with Stockton and Malone, I think Michael still has six titles. Yeah. Does anyone debate that one? <laughs> he no. might only have five. All right, maybe five. So the Michael <laughs> variance is, is down one, and the Brady variance <laughs> is down from six to maybe two with another coach, right? Right. Because maybe about as many as Peyton Manning had. I wish Fez would have said he might have 5.5. If he would have just said that, that would have been better. Well, listen, he would have explained why it was right if he did. In just one minute, <laughs> we're going to break down Vegas style, the biggest college basketball game, not only of the weekend, maybe of the season. That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Steve DeSager. No ranked teams playing in college hoops tonight, just one NHL games. Plenty of football items to pass along. Quarterback Justin Fields, transfer from Georgia, has been granted immediate eligibility at Ohio State. The Redskins hired Tim Rattay from Louisiana Tech as quarterback's coach. Kevin O'Connell was promoted to offensive coordinator in Washington. Jim Bob Cooter, ex of Detroit, is now the Jets running backs coach. One of 13 new assistants for Adam Gase there, including defensive line coach Andre Carter. 
The Vikings hired Rick Dennison as offensive line coach. He's worked with new assistant head coach with the Vikings, Gary Kubiak, for nearly 20 years. Carl Durrell is wide receivers coach for the Dolphins for new head coach Brian Flores. Jim Caldwell officially is Miami's quarterback's coach and assistant head coach. And Dolphin safety Rashad Jones recovering from shoulder surgery for a torn labrum. He's due to earn over $13 million next season. Indian shortstop Francisco Lindor, an all-star the past three seasons, will miss about two months with a strained calf. Opening day is March 28th. Phil Mickelson shot a second-round 68 and a five-way tie for the lead right now at Pebble Beach. His play was suspended late in round two by rain, and there's a chance of rain all weekend in Northern California. Coming up at the top of the hour, three NBA games begin, including Denver at Philadelphia. Joel Embiid of Philly, an all-star, was listed as questionable due to illness. New York losers of 14 straight play at Detroit. The Pistons are close to signing veteran guard Wayne Ellington. Cleveland could get Kevin Love back tonight. He was called a game-time decision this morning by his coach. Foot surgery was the problem in November. He's close to returning. Cavs are at Washington. Later on, it's Golden State, first in the West, playing at Phoenix. The Suns have lost 12 in a row. We'll be back to the show in 10 seconds, but first, a word from farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Guys, Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Steve. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have best bets, your chance to make a little bit of coin as we head into the weekend. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. I tell you, I love recapping and finishing up football, but boy, I mean, we're not that far from March Madness. It is March Madness, and it is one of the biggest college basketball games of the season, and it goes down on Saturday. And action. Time to get some Saturday night action in. It's a 6 Eastern time tip-off in Charlottesville, Virginia. It's number two Duke at number three Virginia. We got Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. Duke, how good are they? They're the best team in the country, most believe. Give me some historical context. So in the last decade of college basketball, Duke right now, as far as title odds, to win it, Duke has the second shortest odds at plus 180 of any team in college basketball the last decade, RJ. And it was what? That Kentucky team, right? That started, that was undefeated. Yes, exactly. So the second biggest favorite at this time of the year in a decade, Duke. Now, where's Virginia ranked this season? Uh, Virginia's right around three, tied for third in future odds. Now, something, too. So this is almost one yep. versus two. Almost one versus two, Virginia, Duke. So, hey, Duke must be favored. No, believe it or not, Virginia right now is a around a two-point favorite. Okay, so this game's in Virginia. So home field in college basketball, about four points for four Virginia. Four points, yep. And the line is Virginia favored by two. So they're saying Duke's about two points better than Virginia. Yep, and that's exactly what my power ratings say. All right, so you think the power ratings line up, yep. line's correct, lean or like in the game? I'm going to lean on Duke plus two. And here's the number one factor for me. We have a key injury that's not being that's being undervalued in the marketplace. And the injury being Virginia's point guard, 
Ty Jerome, who's got a back uh, problem. He's a top pl- five, uh, top 25 player nationally, worth about three points. All week long, beat writers are pretty much saying Ty Jerome, questionable. This line right now saying Virginia uh, is favored by two is saying Ty Jerome's 100%. He's going to play tomorrow. So to me, I and, mean, and he's going to play, the assumption is, and not be hindered, not be yep. limited at all. So that's interesting. So think about this. You're saying in some scenario, it's possible that he isn't limited. That, yeah, he's questionable, but he's fine. And that, you know, maybe they're trying to fool people. Who knows, right? And if so, line's right. Yep. Virginia's not as good as Duke, but they're at home, favored by two. It's about right. Your theory is there's a real chance the point guard for Virginia is limited. So you lean towards Duke because, hey, in that case, Duke's probably a pretty good bet. What stops you from betting Duke then? Why is it just a lean? Because, I mean, this is Virginia's biggest home game probably in the last decade. They have revenge, Virginia. Just lost by two on the road a few weeks ago at Duke. So the revenge is keeping me off having a big play on Duke. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas, breaking down the biggest college basketball game of the weekend, Virginia-Duke. Last question, Brad Powers. Virginia's a team that's famous for overperforming during the regular season but then falling short in the tournament. In fact, very much so recently. What happened last year? Yeah, Virginia became the first ever team as a one seed to lose to a 16. Oh, all my trends. I had to erase a bunch (laughs) of stuff, put a little one instead of a zero there, one versus 16, finally a loss for for the number one. First of all, why has that been? It wasn't just last year. Why is Virginia underperformed in the tournament? So Virginia, unlike these other teams like North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, haven't had that second gear come the month of March, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. Virginia just stays the same. They don't have that second gear this year, RJ. So they're super consistent. Yes. Which helps them cover the spreads in the regular season, but they don't have a their ceiling is low. They're yes. playing closer to their ceiling, almost like the Spurs did for a yep. long time. That's a great analogy, RJ. Guys, we talked about the Warriors' historic NBA title odds just a few minutes ago here on Fox Sports Radio. You just mentioned Duke's near historic title odds. Earlier in the season, the Rams had historic odds. Alabama had historic national championship odds. Is that just coincidence? Are these all-time great teams? Or is the market kind of skewed because so many people are getting into the betting game? You know, I don't think this is about five and a half months into the show. I am so proud of Jonas. I don't think I've ever said this before. I don't know the answer. And I'll be honest with you. I've thought about this a little bit. Fezzik, though, never one to say he doesn't know has a thought. Well, I think it's all the Golden State impact that Golden State became a minus 200, a minus 250 favorite, and then they won three out of four titles, and that has opened the public's eye up to, hey, you can have these prohibitive favorites, and they can still be correctly priced. I totally disagree. (laughs) I think a vast majority of people betting the NFL have no idea what Golden State was favored last year. What percentage of the people that bet the NFL do you think even knew what the title was for Golden State was last year? Probably not that many. So how could it affect the NFL odds? <laughs> well, because you look at this mm. dominant NBA team and they okay. just roll You should the have titles. said your response should have been, they can't. it can't. They can't. But you know something, Jonas? It's really something to think about. And I'm going to do that and ask around. This will be kind of a tease into the spring. We're going to figure this one out. Because if anything, you think it went the other way, 
that especially in college where all these teams are getting TV time now yep. and it just makes back in the day in the 70s you went to Ohio State you went to Alabama there's only Oklahoma now there's a lot of places to go. The fact that Gonzaga can be a top 10 team so often proves that. So how is there so many dominant teams? I just don't know. I do know this. We've got some big games coming up tonight and this weekend, and we got picks on those games. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted, and it's money-making time next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. We've got a doubleheader in the NBA on ESPN. Things get started a little over 10 minutes from now in Philly, where the 76ers are a five-point favorite hosting the Denver Nuggets. Ooh, Philly, Fez. lot of uh, all-in. A lot of trades. Who do you like in this game? I lean to Philly. RJ, it's all about Denver and their struggles on the road. Denver is currently on a 2-12-1 against the spread run on the road, and this is their fourth road game in seven nights. So think about this. The market does price the fact, hey, Denver's on the road. But when you got to play all these road games back to back to back to back, I don't feel the market properly prices a team's fatigue from a long road trip. Now, you listen, you flew into Atlanta for the Super Bowl Wednesday morning, right? 
Yes. Wednesday at about 10 o'clock at night, your eyes couldn't focus. <laughs> I mean, seriously, he's, he, like, like Fezzik doesn't have a lazy eye, but it's like his one eye was drifting off to the right. He was so tired. By Friday, when you got back to McCarran here in Vegas, it was like 72 hours. You were like hardly lifting your feet off the ground. You were like shuffling through the airport. So imagine these guys. I'm like not going towards baggage <laughs> claim. I'm just going towards another terminal. RJ's like, get Fez a Mountain Dew. He's not going to get home. I mean, I, I, <laughs> it, it was, I gotta be honest. It was, it was uh, discouraging his lack of uh, energy, but I gotta be honest. I disagree with you here. So your rationale is that, Denver's road situation is so bad that the market's so underaccounting for it. It trumps the fact that Philadelphia is getting so much love. They've surged more in odds than any team, agreed or not, in the last week. And everyone's like, Philly, Philly, Philly. Oh, Denver, they're not that good. You know, they're, I don't know much about them. I'll tell you right now, I think the integration time it takes for the Sixers to get all these new parts in means Philly's in a bad spot here. I know it's just a lean, but I'm going to put a little challenge because we like to bet here. Let's do a bet. I'll take, because I don't love it either. You lean, I lean. I'll take Denver plus five. You take Philly. You just said you lean. You bring up some good points, but let's do it, RJ. So you... What do you mean? I bring up some good points, but you still want to bet against them? Yes. I want to bet against Denver think, on the road. Because you that's, think your points are better. Yes. Well, that that's on straight out of Vegas, that means this. Auto $100 bet. We'll be uh, celebrating my victory on Monday right here, 6 o'clock Eastern. Guys, after they go final in Philly, we've got the Timberwolves and the Pelicans. Right now on pregame.com, the Pelicans are a six-point favorite. Obviously, Fez, the question is, how does... Anthony Davis respond. Yeah, and it's a big unknown for me, RJ. He's missed nine games. He had a hand injury. Is he going to be a little rusty? What's his attitude going to be? I'm really not sure about Anthony Davis, but I do know this. I want to fade Minnesota here. Minnesota, tough schedule spot, third game in four nights, and they just fell out of the playoff race. So I'm leaning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Define that. Fell out of the playoff race. Yeah, Minnesota's currently 25 and 29. They're three games out of the number eight spot. So they're out now. They can't They can't make that Unlikely up. Unlikely that they can make the playoffs. Really? Three now. games out with how many games to go? Still got 28 left. I got to be honest with you. There's nothing more sad, sadder than a handicapper trying to act like something's true when it's not. So fell out. So that means you should probably be willing to give me 10 to 1. No problem, right? I'll give you five to one. No, but five to one doesn't seem like fell out. <laughs> fell out is probably the five. wrong usage of words. Let's say it's unlikely they make the playoffs. So, so if it was forty nine percent, it'd be unlikely. That's true. <laughs> so just to say it's nothing about motivation. I think they know that it's likely they're not making the playoffs and it's gonna impact their performance, but I don't know about Anthony Davis's performance. Hey guys, I'm RJ straight out of Vegas. Here's what you know. I'm your advocate. I'm here for you. Fezzik has won two super contests. He has a mansion and a yacht from all his great betting. But when he doesn't make sense, I'm not going to let it go for you, for the country, for the kids. Fez, real quick, though, whatever your convoluted logic, your lean here is... Lean is toward New Orleans. Boy, you're struggling, aren't you? I am. That's it. We're turning your mic off the rest of the show. Guys, it is College Hoops on Saturday in the Big Ten. It's a noon Eastern time tip-off on Fox, and it's also Brad Power's biggest college basketball bet of the weekend. Go, Brad, go. Yeah, Michigan. 
Best bet on the Wolverines minus the five and a half. This might sound square, but this is one of the top five revenge games of the rest of the regular season. Michigan, just a few weeks ago, was riding a 31-game regular season winning streak. Who's the team that upset that and stopped that streak? It's Wisconsin. On top of the revenge factor, Michigan, much better situational advantage off a blowout win with extra rest compared to a Wisconsin team. Back-to-back road games and a very close road win just the other night. I like Michigan. Best bet, Michigan minus 5.5. Wow, that's strong. Here's a little background. Brad's a young guy, uh, relatively, you know, early 30s. Fez is moving towards 60 fast. and But Fez is an icon, just featured in ESPN The Magazine with his two super contests in print right now, featured. But Brad wants to take down the champion. This is the drop, he says. RJ, just play this one now and again, please. He was the baddest cat around until I showed up. See, Brad's taking him down. And now, Fez, your mic's off. Try to talk into the mic, Fez. Hey. No one can hear you. Your voice has been taken. Brad, I'm giving... Hey, Brad, you got 10 seconds to give it to Fez. Fez, I I really Boy, admire you. you. Just, you yeah, no, I blew it. You crushed. Jonas, what do you think? Brad or Fez? Who you got? <laughs> I'll go with Brad because Fez can't defend himself, and I feel, yeah, just pile on. Why not? That, now, that's a good handicap. Now, by the way, if you missed the moment Fez got his mic turned off, you can listen to the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We are straight out of Vegas. We're back on Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.